0: This podcast is brought to you by GoDaddy.com. Enter Hitched749, all one word, to get your .com domain at $7.49. Again, Hitched749 to get your next .com domain for $7.49 at GoDaddy.com. You really
1: want to know what love is?
0: Yeah. Yes, tell us.
1: More than anything in the world, Ron. Well... It's really quite simple.
0: When you're married, you'll understand the importance of fresh produce. Shut up. Just
1: shut up. You had me at hello.
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of HitchedMag.com, and I'm joined with our longtime favorite guest, Dr. Trina Reed. Hi, Trina. Hi, Steve. So it's, it's been a while and um, – It has been a while, Steve. I've missed you. <laughs> I missed you too, Trina. And one of the things that I've started to do and this is just bad form on my part that I wasn't doing it before is I've never really told people who I'm speaking with uh, going into the podcast. So for people who aren't familiar, Trina is um, – a sex doctor. She has a doctorate in human sexuality. She's also a uh, speaker and an author. Um, so today we're going to take that expertise and we're going to talk about how antidepressants can um, affect your sex life. Um, for some couples it's a difficult choice for a spouse either not being depressed or not being sexual And antidepressants can help someone cope with their day-to-day living, but it can take away their sex drive to have sex, which can really have a negative effect in a marriage. Um, And so, you know, and it could also have an overall impact on a couple's happiness. So, Trina, what percentage of the population are we really talking about who are on antidepressants?
1: well it's estimated that approximately twenty seven million Americans take antidepressants now that's not a set in stone it's just an approximation and there's different there's different stats on on this but uh, the the one that's been researched that one that i 'm going to go on is of the twenty seven million Americans who are on antidepressants thirty seven percent of those people experience some type of sexual dysfunction so it is significant so that's like millions and millions of people are experiencing a a, a negative side effect of poor sexual function as a result of taking an antidepressant so I think it is something that needs to be talked about because there's you know millions of couples out there who are having to manage this within their own marriage and you know their long-term partnership so I'm glad that we're having this discussion Steve
0: Uh I, that is, you said 37%? 37%. That is... There's, I mean, different,
1: there's different numbers, Steve. Sure. But, yeah, like, so there's, there's some, some say lowers, you know, probably some say higher, but I, you know, the research I'm going off says is 37%. I mean, that is a,
0: sta- I mean, that's a staggering number, and I, I'm not questioning that number. It's just... That seems, you know, you you see those commercials for all the different drugs that we have out on the market and it's, you know, you see this laundry list and for most people that's just fodder, but it, it's really having a giant impact. Um, so it, when we're talking uh, antidepressants, what's what's that fine print that, we're, that can affect a, a person's sex drive with antidepressants? Well,
1: there's two main things. Um, I'm sure that there's more than this, Steve, but there's two main things. Uh men can experience delayed ejaculation where it takes a very long time before he's able to ejaculate and the same is true for women where you know she uh has a a hard time climaxing reaching climax, and the second category is uh you know a lowered sex drive so that you know so the, the you know the the normal functioning of of what a person feels to have a the drive to have sex gets significantly decreased. So I talked to you know several w- women, uh, you know, especially who before they went on antidepressants had a what they thought was a, a normal sexual function, and then as soon as they took the antidepressants, they, com- they completely went away. They just like had no desire to have sex, and so you know, they, and and you know, they they still are in a partnership where they have to be sexual. So you know, they, and it's it's a it's a dip- difficult compromise for these people who. You know, just don't want to, you know, just the, 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 the desire, the, the need just isn't there for them anymore. And they don't know what to do.
0: Okay. And, I mean, you said it can uh, kill a person's uh, sex drive. Uh, what What should you do if, you know, you're taking this medication and your libido really does just go into the crapper?
1: Well, there's... A lot of different options, and I think that's what people have to remember. You know, there are options. So if you're in this situation... Figure out an option that's best for you and then just do it. You're not stuck taking this same thing and you're not stuck in this situation. And I think the, the first one, the most important one, is is to, to change your perspective. So, you know, a lot of people, once they start feeling better, once the antidepressant starts working and they're not feeling so depressed and they start getting their life back, they sometimes forget what their life was before they were on the antidepressant and, and although they might have had a, a you know a more normal desire to have sex they were also depressed and you know and there's you know their sex drive probably was depressed too so i think it's just important to think about how that you know in fact this medication is positively affecting your sex life even though it doesn't feel that way you know that you don't feel like having sex so like the thing is like when you're depressed there's just no way probably that you're going to have sex with somebody when you're on the antidepressant you can you, you know you can still have sex with somebody even if you don't feel like it your body's still going to probably function as it normally does in a, in a sexual sense whereas when you're depressed really sex is just off limits like who wants to have sex when they are depressed <laughs> really so i think it's just change your perspective from so, okay so you you've lost your sex drive, and that's not a good thing. But what was your sex drive before? And um, uh, I think it's really important. And here's here's the communication aspect of our podcast that we always talk about. I think because this is something that, as you, you're dealing with as a, as a couple, you need to communicate what's going on as a couple. And you know, the thing is, your partner. Probably is very sympathetic, and you know this idea. You know, even though sex can sometimes start a fight, I think you know if you discuss it as okay. So here's the situation. Here's the side effects. What can we do? And you know, working as a couple and communicating. That's going to alleviate a lot of. The, the potential stress between the couple. So, you know, you know, once you start saying, okay, so here's our situation, what can we do? Uh, it's going to help move you forward as a couple. It, it won't be the answer, Steve, but it's going to help you move forward. Now, if it's really bad, I suggest going back to your doctor and talking to your doctor about your different options. So there's many, they're called selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. It's a big mouthful. <laughs> the, the, the shortened version is SSRI. And so there's, a, there's many different SSRIs on the market, and if this one isn't working for you, you can try switching medications. Or if you want to stay on the medication that you're at, you might be able to lower your dose. So this is you know something that you need to talk to your doctor about and get that medical advice But, you know, a person can switch from something like Prozac to Zoloft or they can go from Celexa to Lexapro. I mean, there's a lot of different options out there. Uh, Or you can lower the dose. And uh, another thing that um, some doctors might prescribe to you is taking another drug to counter the side effect. So uh, there are drugs that can... Enhanced desire, which are dopamine medication, mm-hmm. or they can help your blood flow, which uh, we you know Viagra and you know which will help for ED. So there are different drugs that can help these things. The thing is, um, when you when you add a new drug, you always have to be very very cautious about the other side effects these drugs might have. So that's why you need to talk to your doctor. So, But the thing is, you can add other drugs that will help stimulate your sex drive or help you get er- and maintain that erection sort of thing. There's also um, an- another thing, if you really aren't keen on drugs, there's non-medication things such as it's been an FDA-approved transcranial magnetic stimulation
0: I'm sorry, Trina. So, what what exactly is that?
1: It's a it's a homeopathic type of treatment where it's no medication is involved. And I find with these homeopathic type of treatments, it either really works for somebody or it doesn't. But you know what? If you're not keen on taking medication, it's worth a shot. And you know, there's I'm sure that within any major city, there's some naturopath doctor who can do it for you or. Put you in the right direction to find it. So, so it's something that you can try that will help. Hopefully, help heal you. That won't give you the same kind of side effects. And the other thing that most people just keep forgetting, Steve. And I know we've talked about this a million <laughs> times, but I think what a lot of people forget is that uh, you know our body is a sexual vessel, mm-hmm. and if you give it enough warming up, foreplay, you know, touching that sort of thing it's going to start responding. So, you know, if we, if we just think about sex in terms of orgasm intercourse, uh, you know, most likely when we're, when we're trying to force that model when we're on antidepressants, uh, it's, it's not going to be as successful as when you bring the sensual side of sex in. So starting sex with a, 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 a mutual massage that really gets you juiced up and really gets you into the mood for sex. So, you know, instead of just going into the bedroom, spending t- 12 to 15 minutes on sexual intercourse, you know, take a half an hour, give each other a massage, and if it can lead to orgasm and intercourse, great. But the thing is, what you want to really emphasize in sex is the intimacy part, the, the, the time spent together, that nice feeling that you get. And if you can reach orgasm and if you can have an ejaculation, great. And if you can't, then you shouldn't be beating yourself up. I think, you know, there's so much expectation on us having this orgasm, on us being able to have the intercourse that really, when we're, we're in a situation like this, when we're on antidepressants, it really ruins sex. It just absolutely ruins sex. So if we take the emphasis off the orgasm intercourse mm-hmm. uh, box, where, we, you know, that's the way we have to have sex, and, and, and put it more to, you know, the outs, the other things, the the, the massages, the baths, the, the sharing the time together, when we can emphasize that aspect of our relationship, then then it's going to be a much easier segue. and And so... Uh, you know, and and it, I. about
0: that? I was just going to say, and even without the orgasm, you can still have a good connection.
1: You know, yeah, you, well, that's that's the theory, Steve. <laughs> but somehow people feel that they are missing out when they aren't able to have the orgasm. And you know, I I I, I do appreciate and understand the, the feeling of blue balls, where you know, like you want to have an orgasm, you, you want to have that feeling, that release, that that lovely that loveliness, and realistically it might not be possible and the thing about being on antidepressants is you know probably over time your body will get used to it and and the sexual side effects uh... will probably ebb away with it but when you're right in the middle of it and you don't feel like having sex and you aren't able to reach uh... climax easy it is a very frustrating situation so i you know i you can you can Really, focus on the frustration aspect of it, or you can say, "Okay, so this is our situation. How can we make it better? Let's start bringing sensual sex into our bedroom, start working on that side of sex and and then hopefully, because we get the sex sensual side, we then can move into the orgasm intercourse once the, the antidepressant side effects start to ebb. So I think you know it's it's a much healthier way of thinking instead of creating that unnecessary stress within your relationship.
0: Mm -hmm. And, you know, and we're talking right now about antidepressants, but there are a lot of drugs out there on the market that can affect your affect your sex drive. And, you know, we're also making the assumption that just one person in the relationship is on a drug that's affecting their sex life. And sex drive. I'm sorry, and and so this could really have a compounded effect if people don't pay attention to it, and they might think there's something wrong with them or something like that. So, um,
1: yeah, that's why it's always good just to always have you know. Here we go again. The conversation with your partner. <laughs> what's going on? I know, like I, I feel like a broken record, but I mean, it's the one thing that really goes missing in a relationship is you know, it's this this thing is impacting our relationship so profoundly, and yet we cannot have a discussion around it, and I think, you know, and it's not that difficult to have, it's just starting the conversation, and, and, you know, and really, I think we we need to give our partner a lot more credit that they will be sympathetic to what's going on, and, you know, it is easy enough to try and come up with solutions as a couple, and Mm -hmm. the thing is, when you're working as a team, obviously, things are going to go much better and smoothly, so... It all all works
0: out. So, and kind of wrapping this all up, Trina, what would be your best advice you could offer couples who find themselves in this situation?
1: I think it's what I've already said, Steve, which is focus on what you can do during sex. So if it's not having uh, orgasm and intercourse, then focus on what you can do, which is, you know, being sensual with one another, you know learning those techniques, and you know talking about fantasy and I know that um, it, it might seem daunting to reconfigure how you walk into the bedroom and have sex, but the thing is right now that's what's going to save your sex life is focusing on what you can do rather on the two or three or four things that you can't do right now and and not stressing about that stressing on stressing what you can do and I think w- when couples can work as a team being able to be on antidepressants and have a sex life is possible
0: okay well thank you so much trina it's uh it's always a pleasure to have you on and i and i and i miss you and i hope we can do this uh get back on a regular schedule what do you think
1: well you know what my 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 baby is now 18 months so i'm now getting into the oh i can i have a life now (laughs) i can do stuff now i the kids are getting older. Thank goodness.
0: <laughs> well, uh, you guys are listening to Dr. Trina Reed, As I mentioned at the beginning, has a doctorate in human sexuality. Uh, Trina is an international speaker and offers free sex tips on her website, HaveSexAfterKids.com. Uh, by the way, this is a relatively new site, and Trina, it looks great. I I, uh, I check it out all the time, and I really like Uh, the way it's laid out and organized and there's a lot of really great stuff on there so I wanted to to mention that to you.
1: Thanks, Steve. I've, I've worked hard on it and I do think it's a very good resource for parents so thanks
0: yes and uh, if you are offline Trina has uh, it, she's also an author and her book is till sex do us part make your married sex irresistible um, and Trina is also on Twitter is it do- it's dr. Trina Reed is your handle correct yes so uh, check her out on Twitter uh, at dr. Trina Reed um, I am on Twitter at hitch media and of course, if you can't remember any of this stuff, you can always go to hitchmag.com. You can find uh, past articles by Trina. You can find uh, tons of past podcasts. So uh, please check that out. Um, you can also find our podcast on iTunes. And uh, yeah, that's that's about it. And uh, please, if Trina, do you have a Facebook fan page? I do. It's it's Sex After Kids. Okay, so there you go. So check out Sex After Kids. Become a fan. Um, and, uh, we have a, a fan page. It's, uh, facebook.com slash hitched. And, uh, and actually we, as a, as a hitched page, have also fan Trina's page. So if you can't remember that, you can go to our page and, and link directly to Trina there too. So, uh, be a friend, be a fan, be a follower, uh, be happily married. And, uh, can't wait to do this again, Trina. Okay. Okay. Take care, everybody.
1: I just want to say one thing to my wife who's home. Yo, Adrian, I did it! They certainly got the idea. They feel free to express love. It's worth all those awful frank discussions at the dining room table. Hitched. Entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.